Good morning, guys. How are we today? Hey, I know things didn't go all that well yesterday. I know there were some struggles. I know there were some things that didn't go the way that you wanted. Guess what? We get another shot at it today. And that's what we're looking at here. How do we get things started on the right foot? How do we stay a little bit more focused on the things that God is doing through us and in us? And we're going to start that with our morning Bible study. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 2 Corinthians 1, and Psalm 11. Uh, we're going to get after the God of all things this morning. We're going to pursue Him through His Word. We are going to pray to Him, with Him. And uh, we're going to start working out our faith in, before Him. He is going to be at work in us as we pursue him and so we are looking to be conformed by him through our morning time with him we walk with him in this morning time we talk with him and we worship him and so we spend time with the almighty god he is willing to join us he is willing to work in our time with him and through the rest of our day so let's get started go ahead and hit pause here our workout this morning, jump lunges, leg lifts, jumping jacks, and for cardio, we'll be running or walking. Again, we are not after the six-pack abs of look at me, look at me. We are after maintaining these bodies so that we can say, look at him, look at him. Again, we are after behold our God. And to do that, there's a lot of work to be done here on earth. And to help accomplish that work, we need to be ready. We need to be willing. We need to have the energy and the strength to do so. And that's why we do these morning workouts. If you haven't been doing yours, if you've been kicking it off, um, sometimes things come up in life and you've got to restart. I know I'm at that place of still trying to get this habit restarted. And so um, just like me. You take it a day at a time, and you're trying to find ways to get this in, get this added back in. Don't give up on that fight. Find a way. Get a new plan. Try something different. Keep working at it. Uh, this week's challenge is as we are discussing, discussing serving, uh, we're looking at these next weeks, month, and we're looking for new opportunities to serve. And so we're looking at, obviously, the first things, the closest things, the most important things first. If we have not been serving our wife, if we have not been serving our, our parents, our family, we want to start there, and then we want to broaden it out. And so if you have a pretty good footing for serving in your family, uh, broaden it out this season. Take on another section of service um, that could be to your church actually taking ownership of your church and serving in it. Um, it could be serving in your community. That could be through a nonprofit. Um, it could be through uh, helping spread the word. Oh, wait. We've got a nonprofit that you could serve in. Uh, so if you're looking for that opportunity, you can also help us out by spreading that word, reaching out to us. Uh, we've got volunteer opportunities uh, where you guys can help us build this and uh, hopefully make a bigger impact as well. Uh, but obviously, uh, I want you to start where it matters the most, where you have the most impact. And uh, if you're not doing it there at home first, that's where I want you to start. So 
Take this challenge seriously. Get to work on it. And let's see what God has for you in it. If I asked your family who the best example of service is, would they say it is you? Would they pick you as the man that is a living example of what service looks like? Let me ask a different question. If we ask them what you are a living example of, what would they say? Would they say that you are an example of being a dad, a brother, a son? Are they saying that just because those are your roles? Are you actually living as an example of those things? And if they did say that you are a living example of a dad or a brother of a son, what do those terms mean? Are you a good example of a dad, of a brother, a son? Without service, can you really be an example, the example of any of these things? Can you be an example of a dad without being an example of service to your kids? A dad that serves himself is never seen as the example of fatherhood. Same for brother. Same for son. Serving others is what gives life and impact to the roles and responsibilities that you hold. A father that spends time playing and teaching his kids makes a tremendous impact on them. And yes, those are service to your kids. A husband that loves and serves his wife will make a tremendous impact on her. A son who loves and serves his parents and siblings will make a tremendous impact on them. So, if you are going to make an impact on those around you, if you are going to be an example to those around you, we must start with that work, the work of the why we struggle against it. If we are going to be an example of how to serve, if we are going to make an impact in our roles and responsibilities, we need to be serving others. And if you're not, we need to figure out why we are struggling against being a servant. Why do we struggle with serving? I think there's two main reasons for that. Part of it is the training that you've received to date. The other part of it will be the sin that lies within and the lies we have fallen for. So let's talk a little bit about those two. I think there are two issues, two items inside of each that we're going to look at. So, starting with the lies that, that the, the lies within, the first issue is the overflow of the heart. It is the rebellion that already exists that by our own rebellion has been in being being grown and maintained in our hearts for years for decades, and now we are starting to see that we must change how we live, and it starts in the heart. Selfishness does not want us to serve others. 
selfishness is self-focused by definition. And so the overflow of a selfish heart will not be service. And so when we look at our hearts, what is that overflow? Where do we tend to go? What words come out of our mouth in stressful situations? These are the overflow. These are what's bubbling up and out. But those aren't necessarily the issue. The issue is further down, deeper down. At the core, it is what you believe. We are, by our rebellion, being taught that God's ways are not trustworthy, that we are the kings of our own lives. This is the first exchange that we make, is his authority for our own authority. We must be put back under his authority. We must choose to be obedient under his authority. This is where we start to deal with some of our heart issues. And if we deal with that heart issue of authority, his word tells us how to live, and then we follow with obedience. And that's where we usually fall into, uh, run up against the second issue, which is the lies that we believe. We believe that service isn't necessarily the path, but it is. We are told that leaders do not stoop to serve, and yet our king is the example of it. And so we must become like the king. We must become like that leader. And so we must get rid of the lies that we fall for. Once we deal with that lie, then it just comes down to obedience and follow through. And that comes next with a training that you have received. There are usually two issues. <clears throat> the first one is you have received no training to date. That's not necessarily true. Obviously, we have been trained up in the rebellion, trained up in rebellion against God. But when it comes to service, when we look around at the lives around us, we may see that we really don't have a good example of what it looks like to serve. And so we have not been trained up in service. We may not have been trained up in what it looks like to serve. And so you must now find an example of what service looks like. Obviously, I'm going to point you straight to Jesus. But there are other men, just like Paul says, follow him as he follows Jesus. There are other men that are doing training right. They are in your community. They are in your church. Find them and then learn from them. Be trained by them. This is the Christian life. This is how we pursue Jesus. We follow men that are doing it well, doing it right, doing it better, and we learn from them. They call us forward by their very actions, if not by their very words. And so find them, seek them out, learn from them, even if it is just by watching what they do. The second issue with training that we may have received is, is tainted training. 
training that shows you that service is about selfishness or manipulation. It is about getting what you want from somebody else. It's a negotiation tool. It's a wedge. It's a pry bar. This is obviously not what's intended. This is obviously not the purpose of it. This is obviously not the way service should be done. And so when you go to serve, I want you to lay your service down before the Almighty God that you will serve your wife in this way and expect nothing in return. I will serve her in this way or that way, not to get something back, not to manipulate her into doing something else, but as a, an act that is sacrificed before God with nothing in return. And the last piece is service as an exchange. This is not service. This is negotiation. But we have been trained up in it. Some of us have been as an exchange. This is, I will do X if you do Y. This is not a negotiation. Service is not a negotiation. Service is a sacrifice for the purpose of sacrificing for somebody else. So if you've received this poor training, tainted training, you must be retrained. You must go back to the start and receive new training from the Almighty King, from the men around you that are serving correctly, and you must pick it up anew. Service matters. What you do matters. How a man of your stature, with your roles and responsibility, does to serve others speaks volumes about the Almighty King that you serve. It is an example to those around you. And so, if you want to lead well, Service will be a part of the key things that you do and do well. Knowing when to stoop down and serve. Knowing how to do it well. Knowing to not do it just to be seen, but because your king did it. And by seeing what he did, you are following in his footsteps in service. Jesus remains our only hope. So pursue him through service. All right, guys, that's all I've got. Let's get out there and make the most of it today. Have a great day.